Welcome to the Joy Joya podcast, where jewelry is joy and everyone is encouraged to add more polish and sparkle to the world with topics ranging from marketing tips to business development, best practices and beyond. This is the go-to podcast for ambitious jewelry industry dreamers like you. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I will gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 186, and you're checking out a weekly segment of this podcast called The Goldmine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the jewelry industry. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. You can get interviews and business and marketing tips on Sundays, and then the gold mine with me on Wednesdays. If you're a return listener or viewer, thanks so much for staying, for checking this out and sticking along with me. I very much appreciate you. This week's topic of the gold mine is it takes a village. And I personally want to share the following things. One, how and when I realized the value of community in my business. Two, what community means to me and what my personal community looks like. And three, how you can start building community. And I also want to say, even though I'm speaking from the perspective of a business owner and my tips will probably sound like they're geared toward other entrepreneurs, I think even if you work for a business or you're a leader within a business and not necessarily a business owner, community is still super important. And I think the tips and insights that I share in this episode can still apply to you as well. So number one, what is the value of community in my business and how and when did I realize this? Well, I think it's it's kind of a no-brainer, I would say. I mean, I was a business owner at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, and even though I've always been a virtual remote business owner, I would say, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I realized that if I was going to keep doing this and flourishing in my business, I would need to build a community of trusted people around me, not only to just benefit myself, but also to feel like I was giving back and connecting in some way that I could feel valued and that I could share my experience with other people. So definitely COVID <laughs> taught me the true value of community and it has only grown and expanded from there. So for me, community, as I mentioned, means a place where I can really connect in a genuine way because when you own a virtual business like I do and I just work by myself, well, I don't work by myself. I have a team and collaborators and clients, but I'm physically by myself in my office all day. <laughs> Community means so much more because I as a human being want to feel connected out in the world and like I have other people who I can relate to 
who I can give back to, who can also help me, who can make me feel like I'm not alone and that we're all going through similar things in our professional and personal lives. So it has become that much more important to me as I've truly realized the value of it. So what does my community look like? I want to share this so you can get a sense that it really does take a village for for me to really feel like I can flourish. And I hope that by sharing what my community looks like, it may inspire you to try to expand the community of people around you and to kind of get some more support in your world. So related to the jewelry industry, I would say one of my first steps into building community in this space was really when I decided to join the Women's Jewelry Association in 2019. That was really um, a step that I took to find like-minded individuals in this industry around me and to find a way to really connect and collaborate with them and to learn from them. Unfortunately, it was really bad timing because the pandemic started a few months after that, and it really limited our opportunities to meet in person. But I got to experience the way that WJA Los Angeles really stepped up and provided a lot of virtual programming so that we could still have that sense of community and connection. Another way that I build community around me is like I hire support, I pay money <laughs> to people to help me in places that I think I maybe have room for growth or just need like another another brain to to pick in a way. So in late 2020, for example, I hired a sales coach who really helped me optimize my sales processes in attracting new clients. And that was really when I realized, wow, paying for this kind of service is definitely, it can take you out of your comfort zone, but it's such an investment in yourself. And I would say 99% of the time that you choose to take this step, it will pay you back in so many ways and you will achieve a lot of growth. In late in early 2021, that's when I really started building my community in the form of team members and employees. So I hired my first part-time employee, Katie, who was um, my marketing assistant. And so it wasn't just me in my business in a vacuum for the first time. I finally had that sense of community that I could delegate things to, that she could understand the ins and outs of my business. And again, it wasn't just me like echoing in my head. I also started collaborating with some freelancers who could help me fulfill client work and not only help me and take some of the work off my shoulders, but in some ways they have skills and talents that maybe I'm slightly weaker in or could use you know, another perspective in. So to see how other people can bring their light to me and I can really learn and grow from them. I also in 2021 found a mentor. His name is Paul. He owns a marketing agency in North Carolina. He's just awesome. We're both from New Jersey, so we have a similar vibe. And he so generously meets with me on Zoom once a month. And we kind of just talk about what's going on in our businesses. And it's a standing call. So I always know that I have it to look forward to. And of course, he's my mentor, so he helps me a lot. 
but I've even given him some thoughts and insights about things that he's dealing with. So I like to think it's a mutually beneficial situation. So my community just kept expanding and growing. This year, I hired a business coach at the beginning of the year to really help me level up. I made some pivots in my business and I felt like I needed an outside perspective to, to help me get there. I also joined a mastermind group of other marketing agency owners to really understand the challenges that they're dealing with too. And we all collaborate and give each other advice and thoughts. If you wanna learn more about masterminds, I highly recommend you go back to episode 183, my interview with Tom Duma. Tom is part of a jeweler-specific mastermind group, and he talks so much about the benefits of that. And if you have the means and the opportunity to join a mastermind group, I highly recommend it for any business owner. It really, this is probably a huge way to feel like you're part of a community, especially of like-minded individuals trying to reach similar goals. This year, I also added three new people to my community via new team members for Joy Joya. So Claire is my digital marketing coordinator, Elise is my business development specialist, and Steph Stephanie is my podcast and social media assistant. And it's so amazing to have more talented and creative minds around me again so that I'm not working in the vacuum of my virtual business. Also this year I hired a podcast coach because I really want to see opportunities in my podcast content and try to take my podcast to the next level. So I meet with him weekly and he's amazing. I kind of um, went further into my community with WJA and I'm now part of the board of WJA, which allows me like some more accountability, like I have more responsibility there and I feel more connected to the group. I also have a lot of standing calls with friends in the industry where we just meet regularly, some once a week, some once a month, some once a quarter, where we literally just get together and say, what's going on in the industry? What are we dealing with in our businesses? Are there any opportunities for like collaborations or cross promotion? One that you may be aware of is Liz Kantner, I talk to her weekly. We're working on projects like webinar content, um, different educational resources for people in the jewelry industry. So she's definitely a really valuable part of the community that I've built. And having those regular touch bases with industry friends really helps me stay in touch with what's going out there in the industry. Even doing this podcast, the interviews, of course, that's a way of me building a community of people that I can learn from, but also doing this podcast and connecting with you, my listeners and viewers, is a way of building my community virtually, and it just gives back to me tenfold, I think, what I give to it. And of course, there's my personal community, my friends, my family, my partner who probably hears all more than anyone else what's going on in my business and 
If you've seen my dog Charlotte on a Zoom call or even on this podcast, I would say she's even a part of my community. I like to joke if you guys have ever seen those Bushes Baked Beans commercials with Duke the dog, how he's like the only one who knows the family recipe. I like to think that Charlotte is the only one who knows the secret sauce of Joy Joya because she's here all the time and she's heard all the things. So my community is so important to me and I'm always looking for ways to expand it and to also add value to it so that I'm not the one just like taking from it. It requires nurturing and it requires an open mind and a willingness to learn and be humble. So how can you start building community? I would definitely look into industry associations that you resonate with. Is there a way not only that you can join them, but a way that you can become a leader within them or strive to really give back, step up and suggest ways that you can improve the community or make it better? I would see if there are people who do similar things to you, whether they're other business owners or other people in a similar position to you career-wise, could they potentially agree to meet with you um, in a mutual way, just like once a week or once a month? And you can just talk about what's going on. What are the challenges that you're having? How can you benefit each other? Are there any ways you can cross-promote or support each other? Those are definitely some suggestions. I would encourage you, I think in these times, Maybe COVID doesn't impact you as much where you live or you're not super isolated in your business and work, but community is so important no matter where you are in your career, no matter what your goals are. I would really encourage you to take the time to look for ways to build community in your life. So how can you start building community? Can you relate to anything I mentioned in this episode? I would love to know your thoughts. Please leave a comment on YouTube or let me know in a podcast review. You can also always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. And thanks for listening or watching. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about working with Joy Joya, visit joyjoya.com, where you can sign up to download our free eBooks about various topics in jewelry marketing.